would you want at your birthday party? If you were having a birthday party, who would you want? We can have somebody on the, on the, uh, on the board here. Who would you have, Imani? Mr. Happy and King Charles. I didn't expect that from you, but sure. <laughs> Apparently everyone knows the king. <laughs> so chat with the person next to you just quickly for 30 seconds. Who do you want at your birthday party? In today's true story from the Bible, we meet a man who is a bit like Zuma from Paw Patrol, if you know that show. He's a bit like him. He is well known for doing something that makes people angry. He's well known for doing something that makes people angry. His name, Levi, in verse 14. Uh, and we're told that Levi is a tax collector. We're told that Levi is a tax collector. So what does a tax collector do? Does anybody know? What does a tax collector do? That's right, he collects taxes. Well done. But Levi, what Levi would do, he would ask for even more money than just the tax you needed to pay. So that he could have that money for himself. And he was very greedy, a bit like Mr. Greedy on our, on our pictures. And now Levi was a Jew. He was somebody of uh, their own community. And he was taking money from other Jews. So he was a bit... He was a bit hated in his community, a bit very much disliked. In today's society, if we can't picture what it would be like then, it's a bit like parking wardens uh, for the adults. A bit like parking wardens or, or ticket wardens, whatever you want to call them. Me and Barry call them the yellow peril. But even so, it's the same as that. Now, the reason that parking uh, ticket wardens are hated and disliked so much is because if you're parked on the road where your car is supposed to be, you get, you get fined for it. They, they, give you, they say you have to pay some money to the authorities. But they, they just appear out of nowhere as well. But they make people pay for parking on the roads. And they take money from people who sometimes have nothing. They put a fine on the car, they don't know what the person is, so they might have nothing. And they take the hard-earned money of all people and even hard-earned money from those who are less struggling. How do you think that makes them feel? Show me with your face. What do you think? Do they feel happy, Kamal? No? Do they feel happy? No. How would they feel? Would they feel angry or sad? Yeah? Sad faces. Don't get me wrong, paying taxes is the right thing to do, kids. Paying taxes is the right thing to do. But the way Levi did it, the way he did it, he would ask for your taxes, give me your money, and then give me some more money so that I can keep that money for myself and give the rest to the authorities. He was basically stealing from his own people. But this is what Levi did. He thought about only himself and what he could do, and how much money he could take from everybody else. Levi is hated. 
say, come follow me. In verse 15. Do you see that? Come follow me. Let me read, let me read from 14 to 15. While he was walking beside the lake, he saw a tax collector named Levi, son of Alphaeus. Levi was sitting in the tax office. Jesus said to him, follow me. And Levi stood up and followed Jesus. And he followed Jesus. Follow me. That's a bit of a funny phrase, isn't it? Does Jesus know who he's talking to? Jesus is saying, follow me to somebody who hates you. Somebody who nobody likes. And yet Jesus says, follow me. Come and follow me. He did, Levi, what did he do? He didn't question Jesus. He didn't say, why me? Why are you asking me to follow? Instead, he just followed Jesus. Levi was hated and disliked by everybody. But even those who are hated, Jesus says to them, follow me. Jesus chose the most unlikely, hated, and disliked man in all of Jerusalem at that time. So that he could show that no one is beyond God's love and the forgiveness that he offers. When Jesus called this hated man and disliked man, called Levi, Levi immediately followed him. Now on your worksheets, there's two questions. The first two, answer them. The next song we're going to sing is Jesus is the king. He is the ruler over everything. And there's a verse that says, uh, he commanded the fishermen, hey, come follow me. And they did. Like Levi, we're all called to follow Jesus. Let's sing.
followed him. Straight away, the most unlikely guy called, and he followed Jesus. And now we get to the next scene in the story. And in this scene, there are two groups of people. And these two groups are very different. So I'm going to split you in half. I was going to go down the middle, but today I'm going to go front and back. I'm going to give out some pictures, and that'll make a bit more sense. Okay, so to help us understand this part of the story, where there are two groups of people, I've split you into two. The front and the back. Okay, the front row and the back row. I think I'm going to start off with the back row. So who's over here who's got a picture of the back row? upside down. There we go. That is a big thumbs down. These people are eh, eh, thumbs down kind of people. Can we have that a bit louder? Come on, one, two, three. Boo. Okay, next picture. Thanks, Bruno. Now, this is because these people, the tax collectors, you've heard of Levi already, they work for this dictator king. They take all the money from the people and they pocket some for themselves and they give it to the bad king. That is who they're living for, the bad king. Any more pictures, Levi? Oh, that's the money. The money that they steal and put in their own pockets. They take money from other people and they keep it for themselves. And Leia, what have you got? A big cross. If these people can break rules and get away with it, they will. So that is the first group of people. They're the tax collectors and the sinners. And then we've got the front row people. Come on, front row people. What have we got, Eddie? Oh, everybody likes these people. They're so lovely. Look at that. They're good friends. Okay, next picture. What have we got? A big tick. If there's rules to be followed... These people will follow them. They will get it right as much as possible. And Imani, back to your one. Oh, a big thumbs up. These people are so great. They're always looking to do good things and show people how wonderful they are. And last one. This is a picture of a Bible book. They know so much about God. Their heads must be so big, about to explode, because they've got all the right answers, and they know everything. So we've got these two groups of people. Now look down at me at verse 15, and we'll see where the story is next. So Mark chapter 2 still, verse 15. Later that day, that's the day after Levi took me forward to follow Jesus, Jesus ate at Levi's house. There were many tax collectors and sinners eating there, with Jesus and his followers. Many people like this followed Jesus. The teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw Jesus eating with the tax collectors and sinners. So we've got these two groups of people who couldn't be more different. And Jesus is eating with the tax collectors. Now, when you look at these two groups, they look so very different. You look at the people at the back and you think, you are awful. You are the sinners. That's what you're known by. But the people at the front, you look great. But although these groups, the two completely different groups, they all still have the same problem. They all have the problem of sin. They don't love God as they should. They don't love other people. 
And that means they can't be friends of God on their own. They all have this massive problem. Even though it's a bit harder to see, maybe for the people at the front, they've still got this big problem. Even though they know about God, they're not loving him as they should. Even though people like them, they're still not friends with God by themselves. Now, to help with this, I need an adult who can do some painting with me. Oh, Natalie, fantastic. I'll take you. This is what I want you to do. Simple picture, a sunset. Which piece of paper would you like? Not that one. Okay, someone, can anyone do a timer? Let's time. How long did you need? A minute? Now, what happened there was, mine looked like a bad page of paper, but really I just turned it over and it was fine on the other side. Natalie, if it's just all clear, was actually struggled with really since. Once she started painting, it all started to show up missing right across the middle. And that's just like this story. The people here at the front, they might have all the right answers. They might know a lot of things. They might do good things to other people, but they still have the same problem as the tax collectors and sinners. They are full of sin, and by themselves, there's nothing they can do about it. They are still stuck with it. Now, on your worksheet, we're going to do the next two questions. Okay, I'll bring us all together. We can do those answers if you want. So when Jesus went to Levi's house, who did he eat with? Shout out the answers, yeah? Sinners. Who else? Tax collectors. Who else? Disciples. His followers were there too. Anyone want to tell me why were the Pharisees, the people at the front, why were they so unhappy about Jesus spending time with those people? What do you think? Because they're sinners, okay? What do you think, sir? Same thing, yeah. Because of who they are. They're so bad. Why eat with them? And who do they expect Jesus to eat with?
and the teachers of the law, guys at the front, they have a question for Jesus. What's that question? Come on then, what do you think? Yeah, it's a question for his followers. Sorry, I got that wrong. Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? That's their question. And Jesus answers their question. He answers it in quite an interesting way. Should we look at what he says? He says, healthy people don't need a doctor. It is the sick who need a doctor. I have not come to call good people. I have come to invite sinners. Right, Jesus answers their question by talking about doctors. Huh? What's he going on about then? Well, why is Jesus talking about a doctor? Well, he says that just like a doctor is there to help sick people, Jesus came to help sinners. Just like a doctor is there to help sick people, he is there to help sinners. We don't find doctors in the gym. Does anyone go to the gym? Oh, that's a telling question, isn't it? I mean, uh, Catherine, any, any doctors in the gym? Actually, they're probably there working out, but they're not there being a doctor, are they? They're not on duty. Are there any doctors at the track side at the Olympics where the athletes are running, fit and healthy people? There are some. Okay, push that one too far. Um, no, where do you find doctors? Why are they there? Because that's where the sick people are. They're there because they want, they're there to help sick people. And Jesus is saying, just like that, he is here to help sinners. That's what he came to do. And so where would you expect to find Jesus? With sinners. And that's exactly where we find him, um, with sinners. He's sitting, he's talking to them, and he's eating with them. He is with sinners. With people who have made a real mess of things. With the people at the back, the rabble at the back. 
with people that others don't like, with people that nobody likes, because they've hurt a lot of people. Jesus is here to help those people. In the story, those who know that they've done that, that they've always done the wrong thing, and that they realize they made a mess of things, these people, well, they're happy to see Jesus. They want to know him. (laughs) When he says, come follow me. Those who think they're good, people at the front row, what do they do? Well, they stand off at a distance and they criticize him. They say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. But they don't want Jesus. They don't think they need Jesus. A bit like the person who says, well, I'm really healthy. I don't need a doctor. Whereas everyone has this problem of sin. Everyone. Did you notice as well that Jesus is the only one who can help sinners? There's not lots of people you can go to for help with sin, with the problem we have in our hearts. When we say no to God, when we say no to his rule, there's not loads of people you can go to. You can only go to one person, and that's Jesus. Jesus says, I'm here to help sinners. But didn't just, Jesus didn't just come to help them. Should we ever look at the verse again? He said, I came to invite sinners. In, in the other translations, it's a bit stronger. It says, I came to call sinners. And what was Jesus' call or his invitation to Levi? Follow me. That's his call. And so he didn't just come to help sinners. He came to call sinners. And to follow him is to say, I'm going to leave behind my old life. Whatever I was doing before that I thought I could get ahead with. And I'm going to go Jesus' way now. He's going to be the one to tell me what to do. So while saying sorry to God is one thing, saying I want to follow you and you get to tell me how to live and I want Jesus to be my king, that's really what it means, isn't it? And so Jesus says, follow me. What did that mean for Levi? Well, it meant leaving behind his old life, his way of getting lots of money. It meant leaving behind all the wrong things he was doing and following Jesus. What does this mean for us? Well, I guess if if you're here today, you're in church, so you could look at yourself and you think, yes, I'm one of the few people today who went to church. I'm one of the few people in my whole street who went to church. God must be pleased with me. And I might think like that. I might. I'm better than other people. I'm better than the people who I see with their hoodies up and their face coverings and looking like they're going to rob someone. I'm better than those people because I wear trousers and not a tracksuit, okay? Or maybe I'm better than other people because I, I, I do really well in school. Maybe I'm better than other people that, that way. Maybe because I'm really kind and everyone wants to be my friend. I'm a nice person. I go to church. But that was a little bit like these guys at the front row, wasn't it? That was those guys who thought, I do all the right things. I'm not actually in need of a doctor. I'm quite healthy, thank you very much. They're the guys you need to help. We all have the problem of sin. And as Hannah was saying, all of us are sinners. Even when it looks good on the outside, we all have this heart problem of sin. And so if we realize that, that we're sinners, then Jesus coming to call sinners and to save sinners is good news. It's good news. It's good news for you if you're a sinner. 
and for me, and I'm a sinner. So why don't we pray and thank God for that? Let's, say, let's pray to him and thank him for that. Um, if you'd like to make this your prayer, just quietly to yourself, I'll, I'll pause after each line and then you can pray with me. Father God, you see everything. You see my heart. I am a sinner. I think, say, and do things that you say not to. And I don't love you and others as I should. I need Jesus. I need him to save me. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross to do that. I want to follow you as the one who is in charge. Help me to give this good news to those who are unlucky. Amen. Um, if you can and finish off your questions on your sheets, um, that, that verse is the verse we really want to remember, isn't it? I have come to call sinners um, that Jesus said. So put that down on your sheet and fill in the other words. I think there's a couple more words to that as well. It says in this song that, Je that when we came to Christ, he saved us um, like he says he will. Um, so if we come to him, he will save us just like he says he will. And through his death and life again, we'll be changed for good. And we'll become his followers because he'll change us from the inside out. Um, I think it's called Dr. Jesus. I don't know if you guys have heard the song before. Hands up if you've sung the song before. It was on family night. Um, it is also on YouTube. Um, it's an awesome song. Stand up, let's sing this song together.
Christ who saved us like he said he would. Through his death and life again, we've been changed for good. Come and see the doctor, come just as you are. Jesus Christ is calling, he will heal your that's something you can remember and you can talk to people about this week Uh, Jesus didn't come for those who are just healthy he came for sinners he is the good doctor who can help us with our sin problem in our hearts and uh, that would be a great thing to share with people even if you think I don't really like them yeah even if you don't really like them you can tell them about Dr. Jesus who can help them because they're a sinner and they need a saviour. That'd be a great thing to do. And that'd be a great thing to pray for God's help to do as you go to school. Because there might be some people in your class you think, oh, they always say nasty things. Or I don't like playing with them. It'd be great to pray that God would help you to share this with them and say, Jesus is the doctor that they need. Um, We have some announcements in a moment, but we're going to finish with our final song which is Amazing Grace and this song is about God's amazing grace just as we heard at the start of the song saying God chose the most despised person the hated person to show that it's all to do with his love and not to do with how good the person is Um, it's his grace undeserved so let's stand and sing this final song together